coming to you from Strings and Things Studio in Ventura, California. I'm Anne. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. And this is the Strings Unraveled podcast. Well, welcome to episode 60 <laughs> of normal podcast episodes because uh, book club episodes aren't in that number so i don't know how many that is but a lot um happy more than 60 more than 60 happy july um it's not technically july for another two days yeah yeah but it's gonna be a holiday so (laughs) um yeah uh july does open strong yeah with a literal bang Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) i was talking to a coworker today and his anniversary is on the fourth uh and i said he said um he's promised that she'd always have fireworks no matter what was going on with them they'd always have a fireworks celebration <laughs> like that's sweet that's very cute um well i guess we could jump in to what are you working on, what are you working on? karen what are you working on i'm working on the design and i can actually talk about it it doesn't have to be super secret because it's a collaboration with an indie dyer aquarius make Ooh. and um I'm still waiting for the official yarn, but this is one of her yarns for, um, it's got sparkles in it and it's purpley. She has a new, um, summer line of colors that are coming out and there's about six of us involved in the collection. So that's kind of fun. All crochet. It's an all crochet collection, mostly lacy type of summery things. And Mine is a Tunisian crochet. I still don't know what to call it. It's oh. two rectangles put together, sewn at the shoulders and top of the sleeves. It it just goes about to the elbow. It doesn't go um, and across the body. And I have it in two lengths. One will be cropped at the waist, but, you know, extra wide, and you know, because the mostly sleeves. So I guess it's like a shrug in a sense. Kind yeah. of, yeah. Kind of like a shrug. The other one, the other length is hip length for those who want a little bit longer. Yeah. And it's a stitch. I I think you talked about it last time because I yeah. know we saw a swatch of it. But yep. I got a swatch pretty. of it. But uh, I wanted to see how it would work and if my numbers on my spreadsheet really would work in this size. And I think it's pretty. Nice. Very pretty. So it, it makes its own little scallopy edge. Um, that's actually the bottom. It's bottom up. Mm-hmm. Pretty. So. Yeah, and it's interesting because she's out of the six, six or seven colors. Um, we were doing a like a, a Instagram chat between it, just within the group, and I could see we're getting away from the choosing of colors. So I quickly jumped on. Hey, I think I like this color. You know, the color mulch, mm-hmm. and everyone. <laughs> and it was like, oh, I also like mulch. Can we all have mulch? <laughs> and. And then a couple of us says, yeah, maybe that's, maybe we should just like, I go, since I'm doing two different col- two different samples and two different sizes, I go, I picked mulch in this multi, but slightly more, it's tonal with a few pops of color. So it's not highly, con- it's not highly contrasting, but has like a little blip of color once in a while. And I did offer to choose something else, but she's like, nope, everybody's, it's, it, it won't hurt the collection because there's so many different stitches and different applications of crochet nice so yeah so that's what I, that's a currently what's in my hands yep i have other projects one other project i brought but and you don't want to talk about it oh i could i just didn't know if <laughs> you were going around over to... no, it's always oh that's right that's right okay. <laughs> well maybe I got... we should shake it up sometime but not today but that i feel like it would go like like Karen and Katie, Karen and 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 and. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> This actually was a video. Really, you know, that would that would be more in the finished projects department. I feel like depends. too sometimes. Oh yeah, depends. yeah. <laughs> it all depends. We all have our moments. So when we were on our on our little trip, you know, I, I got four balls of the dash, um, and or two balls of the dash, and then I was like. I really wanted enough to do the sweater, even though I didn't pick the sweater as the project. And then as soon as I got home, I'm like, I really want the sweater. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I don't know which sweater. I want to do both sweaters. So then I ordered enough yarn for both sweaters. <laughs> but I don't, And I finished one that I'll talk about later. 
And then I was like, well, I don't know if I want to do the second one now because I have all this yarn. So I thought I'm going to do other things in the book. So I got the little book, the Barocco Dash, and one ball will do hat, a hat and a pair of mitts. Nice. And I already finished one mitt, but that's not the pair, so it's not an FO. But okay. it's three quarters done. And nice. I did that in one night. Nice. Oh, nice. So maybe if I focus on that, that'll become an FO. It could be. What size needle are you using? Uh, big. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a US 13. Oh, yeah. yeah. Put that other thing down and work on that. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> we'll revisit it in a little while. Okay. <laughs> we'll give you some time. Those are the things currently that I know of. Yeah. That I know of. I like that. <laughs> That's fair. Because, like, I was gathering up my thoughts for this week, this month, and I was like, did we just, we must have just met, like, a minute ago. Right? Because I don't feel like I have a lot finished or a lot going. So we must have just barely met. Yeah, like last week, right? Right. <laughs> right? No. Just feels that way. Uh, I mean, I, I get tired of telling myself, what? How is it almost the next month? I feel <laughs> like I'm almost at the ready, at the the state where I'm just going to, like, I know how I feel inside, but I'm just going to succumb and accept it. It's like when people are, like, complaining that it's hot when it's, like, October, November, and you're like, yeah, every, every year. year. <laughs> I'm tired of listening to people complain about it because this happens every year. I've, I've kind of taken to be like, hey, everybody, it's May. Remember that October is going to be when it's hot. Yes. <laughs> I know you want sunshine now, but that's not what you get. It's, it's no. coming in October. <laughs> I am not a patient person sometimes when my mom-in-law says oh my gosh it's so cold it's 58 i'm like yes it's february it's winter it's supposed to be cold i'm so tired of being rainy i'm like yes this is the two weeks out of the year that we get rain except for this year except for this year yes this year this year i will show you some pictures of my garden there it's doing gorgeous nice it's just Finally, the sun, but now that the sun's come up, because you wouldn't think beans take a long time. Beans are just like the easiest thing to grow. I've had beans that have been a foot high for like two months. I don't know and anything about as, bean growth. You know, you know, <laughs> that, 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 you know beans you about beans? Yeah. True. Lima beans, right? Yeah. You don't know beans about beans? I don't know beans. <laughs> um, but I'll show you these pictures. I've got these red noodle beans that I took a picture and a week later, of just the flower, and a week later, they're like eight inches. Nice. They're supposed to get to 24, but they'll, they'll get there. Anyway. Um, okay. Uh, Anne, you want to go next? Sure. Um, I, that's where I'm like, what did I work, what am I working on? <laughs> I don't know. Because I am trying to like still control myself about not starting things that aren't on the list or that I haven't like finished something to earn starting. Mm. It's really, it's probably going to be abandoned soon because like I'm not getting gratification. Yeah. <laughs> and what's the point of knitting if it's not right. fun? Exactly. So then I turned to sewing. <laughs> okay. So I've collected like a lot of fabric to make my husband his famous shirts. So I have 15 cut out. Nice. And ready to rock and roll. So I spent, like, all of one Sunday morning for, like, four hours cutting shirts. I saw scraps of fun fabric, and I was like, yeah. I bet Anna's making shirts. Yep. Um, and I'm, I'm like, ready to just grab one and, and work it through. The sewing takes two and a half to three hours. For um, one. For one. So, but now that they're all cut, it's, like, the fun part is coming. Yeah. Because the sewing is fun. Mm-hmm. And I don't like the cutting out of it. Like, never, ever do I like the cutting out. No, cutting's not the fun part. Ever. I always think it's going to take less time than it does. I'm like, oh, oh I'll just yeah. get this cut out, and then I can start sewing. And it's like, no, that takes forever. Right. I'm really trying to work on that time blindness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I am also working on a couple quilts. Uh-huh. Um, I talked about these. These are the other baby quilts I'm making for Kevin's right. collection of baby presents cute so this is the kind of boyish one it's stripes and polka dots and more polka dots those are fun colors and then this is the other one i'm really excited about it's more um like uh oh pretty like corals like and beaches oh, yeah pretty. so it's octopuses 
pods. Cute. Um, sea life and then kind of oceany themed other things. Very cute. Um, I like the kind of nautical. Coral yeah, nautical. There. Thank you. It has um like a crisp white polka dot, white on white as the background fabric. Nice. And then Katie, last year, I think it was last year, you gave me this cool like linen maybe? Oh, for your birthday, yeah. yes. I thought they were fat quarters. No, they're, they're weird pieces. <laughs> yes. Yeah, sorry, I could have told you that. No, that's okay. I just, they're folded up. They're like fat thirds up. or something. Right. Yeah. So it worked out fine. Okay, good. Like, <laughs> but when I went to cut them, like, these are not the dimensions I planned nope. on. Nope. <laughs> sorry. Um, so I got a free pattern from this designer, Modern Lee Morgan, uh-huh. when I signed, when I purchased the other, um, the other quilt pattern, and this is called something i can look it up like star swir- solar swirl this is okay. called solar swirl and so uh the fat eight third whatever mm-hmm. were, i knew they weren't going to be enough but i took them over to super buzzy and i got something closely matching the background color. okay so every once in a while it's like a, a friendship star basically it's not quite the dimensions of a friendship star and um Every once in a while, one of these cute uh, linen prints will pop up as one of the arms of the, the swirl. Nice. Um, and it's basically like a cream for the star shape and um, kind of primary colors, but not quite like a subdued primary color. Mm-hmm. Is it for a gift or for you? or It's for me. Nice. Yeah. You, you gave me the fabric for my birthday. So yeah. Obviously, it should be for me. Yeah. But I... Yeah. I love all the clever ways that the quilts are being assembled now. Mm-hmm. Like cut it, the smart ways to cut things out and magic half square triangles. They're all very clever and neat. Yeah. But they, to me, seem to like have a lot of fabric waste. Some of not, them. Not yeah. all of them do. But this, like her first, the first one I made, whatever that log cabin's called. The cozy cabin. Cozy cabin. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for remembering my project. I just saw it because I was on her <laughs> website. <laughs> um, very well constructed, no waste. This one, the solar swirls, has a half square triangle thing where you cut out the square and then you draw the line and you sew on a quarter inch of the way from the line and then you chop that off. Yeah. So much waste. Yeah. So you sew on the other so side I of the on line. The other side and I have all these half square triangles. There you go. <laughs> so they're all. They are all going to be some other baby quilt situation. So some of that fabric will give go to a giveaway quilt. Cool. Um. And then we, I've been offering a crochet, a flower block a month. And, um, I had the cutest, one of my new crocheters, adorable 10 year old girl. Oh, cute. She's doing a great job. She's going to be a masterful crocheter by the time she gets to adulthood because she's already there. She followed this rose block Uh as her like first thing since, since, um, since learning, since beginning crochet. Oh, wow. But, like, I couldn't find my sample, and I have all these yarns for them all together, uh-huh. and I couldn't find it on my way out on Monday morning. So I stopped at Fabric Town on my way to class and looked at, like, what cheap combination do they have? Well, they're, like, revamping their whole yarn area, mm. and they moved a lot of their yarn into sale, and it's where, like, the sale fabrics used to be. Yeah. Mm. And so they had these Bernat blanket yarns for three ninety nine each. It's a good deal. Um, I love the size. So I got a red and a kind of seafoamy green and um, like an antique cream. And I made a jumbo size rose block (laughs) um, to follow along with my student. And it was really quick and easy. So each one, each like setup of the main color makes three blocks. Uh So I went back thinking like I will see what they have and that will decide how big this blanket's going to be. Well, they had no more red. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and as I was going, it was like not a perfect Hello. third. So on the last one, I'm like, this one has to make it. <laughs> so gotta make it through. Um, and so it, it did work out to equally divide into thirds. So then I got a pink and a blue. Nice. And a yellow. Yeah, that's some big yarn. Yep. And I'm going to make my roses in um, four colors and Cute. assemble it. And Mirabella's eyeballing it. Mm. So I think it's going to be hers. Because I just did this on a whim to be able to make my sample with the student. 
and now it's become a whole thing. Yeah. And I'm obsessed. <laughs> it's the, so the square worked out to maybe, it's somewhere between 10 and 12 inches. I haven't um, weighed it. Or weighted. Weighted. I haven't um, measured. I actually ironically have weighted. I haven't <laughs> measured it with a ruler. <laughs> uh, but it's, it'll make a nice nap size cozy blanket. Cute. And it feels really good. I haven't really used this yarn because it's not generally appealing to me. <laughs> yeah, I have when I made those um, like reusable water, water balloons. balloons right? But yeah, I haven't worked with it other than that. And it, it's not bad. I'm using um, a pea hook. 11 and a half millimeters nice and uh it's going quick and it's real cute cool and those are the main things that i'm thinking about that i'm working on that's pretty good there have been some other things in this short long month yes (laughs) um okay well i guess that means it's my turn yeah what are you working on katie i am working on a pattern for a t-shirt i'm gonna uh, pop the link to it into Slack so that you can look at it, but um, it's called the Tolsta Tea, which you might mm. have seen on Ravelry because it's been popular and lots of people have made it, but it's um, sort of like a customizable t- basic t-shirt pattern. So she has pictures of it with like stripes or eyelets or like there's this really cute sample that she oh. made with like little sewn on embellishment flowers. And the pattern comes in a DK slash worsted-ish weight gauge and a fingering weight gauge. That's cool. Um, It's adorable. I bought the pattern and I'm making it with a Noro cotton. I think this yarn is called Nishiki and it's cotton and maybe a little bit of polyester or something. I love that color. I thought you might. The green is. (laughs) It's all shades of green. I want to smash it. Um, I totally was it eyeballing that when I came in earlier and I'm like, hmm, what is that? Is that the Noro or is that a... Yeah, it's a bright like lime greens and emerald greens it and... It's such a beautiful, lucky Irish summer. Somebody was like, oh, it's a, a, a St. Patrick's Day sweater and I was like, oh, oh sure. I guess well, so. <laughs> now and it is. Every day that you wanted to wear it. Yeah. So I have plans for I was thinking about doing like the eyelets or something with this, but I was like, with the stripes and the lace, it might be too much. So I'm going to do this one plain. And then I have pla- like grand plans to make like three of them. I'm like, oh, I want to make one in fingering, you know? I want to make one in, you know, whatever. So this could be I don't a know. Go-to pattern. It could, but I don't like making things more than once. So I don't know why <laughs> I think that I will, but I could. Um, when you make different iterations, it's like you're already friends with the pattern. But they're new because each one has a new That's true. thing to it. I dug through my stash on Tuesday because I was like, surely I have yarn to make this. I didn't have enough of anything <laughs> that would have hit this gauge that I wanted to use for this. So I was like, well, I guess I just got to buy a uh, yarn. So on what nuts. a bummer. <laughs> and then I am making a little dress as a baby gift. Um, this is a pattern I've made two or three times. Um, let me get it out of my bag so I can tell you the name of it because I don't remember uh, Rio and it is I'm almost done with it oh it's so cute oh. so it's a little seed stitch detail basically raglan top down and it's got like a little button placket in the back Adorable. this is yarn that I pulled out of the stash swap it's um koigu I don't know what color some number combination Um, yeah so I have a a baby in the family on the way and this was going to be the um, to go with the baby shower gift which is the quilt that I finished which I'll talk about but this was going to go with it just as like an added thing I didn't finish it but I did finish the quilt so I was like that's fine yeah I'll give this to her at some point <laughs> it's a really good all year long it could be spring it could be summer it could be fall yeah it's got you could that that child could wear it until they're yeah too big. I really like dresses for babies because they can wear it as a dress as a baby and as long as their head still fits in it babies grow lengthwise faster than they grow widthwise so then it could be like a top or wear it with leggings or you know a little whatever like i have Mm -hmm. a my niece when she was little i made her a dress out of cotton and she wore the heck out of that thing until my brother was like can you like cut the neck to be bigger like so she could still wear it and i was like it's already a little tight on her she wears it a lot i think we're just gonna retire this one but she wore that one a lot so dresses for babies um and i'm like 
maybe an inch or two away from doing the hem at the bottom. So it's, I, I almost got it done, but I remembered I was like, well, I'll calculate how long it would take to do a row and then how many rows I have to do. And then how much time I have before the baby shower. And it was like, I don't have, I don't have nope. time to do that Can't before do that. <laughs> so it's uh whenever it's finished kind of thing. Um, and then I have my purse project, which is that sock head hat I started in that Tweety yarn that has, I'm past the ribbing. So now I'm just cruising on size two needles or something. Um, do people cruise on size twos? Yeah, just a slow cruise. Yeah. It's a very casual cruise. <laughs> um, this is like a when I don't have anything else to work on oh. or if I my brain has stopped it's working for like, the day. It's you're driving down the road with your feet out the window. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so there's that. And then I started. Wait, do either of you do that? Knit and drive? No. Oh. <laughs> I would never ask you to admit if you knit and drive. I don't. Yeah. Um, I don't. No, do you stick your feet out the window when you're the passenger? <laughs> I'm hardly ever passenger, I did so no. A long time ago, I don't anymore. It, it just terrifies me. me the idea. Yeah, one time I, I was more flexible. At a, there was a time where it's more flexible. It's not that is not today. I was on a trip with my um, sister and cousins, and we were going to Big Bear, and we were stopped somewhere at a light. And there was a man that was driving, and he had his feet out the window, one <laughs> foot, driving. one foot out the window, driving. And it was a, and it was he was barefoot. And we always talk about foot guy because then foot guy <laughs> cut off some other guy, and the other guy threw like a big gulp at foot guy's car. And I'm like, I think about that all the time because the person was like, "Ew, that guy's foot's hanging out of the window." And it's like, how do you drive with your foot hanging out the window? Um, but no, you don't I do not. Need one to break with, I guess. One I mean, foot just does one. Everything? That's true. I only use one. I was right? gonna say, do you use your other foot to break? <laughs> Maybe I don't this think you need to another question. Karen, I'm concerned. Somebody told me their grandma drove with both feet. Okay. okay. <laughs> like, well, yeah, that's not me. That's great. <laughs> I'm not even winking. Truly, that is not me. Okay. Sure, Karen. <laughs> uh, you made me laugh. The last thing I'm working on, I started a Christmas quilt because we got this new line of fabric at Super Buzzy called Twas. And so so there's Santa. And it's all based on like the night before Christmas. So like they're called like stockings were hung or like those are all my little squares, but like little guys in. Look at those little mice. There's one of them. I want to see it because I was already tempting. The greens. Yeah, there's some like repeats, but. Um, there's like a little village, Ooh, the, the stockings, stockings there's these cute little stripes. Oh, I really loved this fabric line. So I bought the fat quarter bundle and I'm making, um, the offset's really cute. Economy block. That's the name of the pattern. Economy block squares, which is what I did for James's reptile quilt. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, Oh, it would be really fun to fussy cut like the big prints to make like the center, like squares of the, of the squares. So an, economy cut? an economy block is a square and a square. Block. Oh, so okay. you start with your center square and then you add on the, uh, I don't know why it's called that, but. Well, I think there's no waist, right? Well, no, there is a waist. No. No? I mean, there's trimming oh. waist, but there's. Oh, you've got the really cool. So what I have the, tool? this like is tools. the creative grids square on square trimming tool, which oh. I was like, I don't need that. I could, you know, I could do it without it, but it's so handy and it makes it go so much faster. So when I started James's reptile quilt, I was like, oh, I'm going to make these eight inch squares. And then I was like, well, maybe I'll just buy the thing. And I was very glad that I bought the thing um, because it, it like you use the lines on it to like line it up and to square everything. So everything's exactly the same size. Um, I am glad that I purchased that tool. So and I'm using it again. So that makes me feel good. And I have one block done because I was like, I'm going to test it and make sure it looks cute like I think it's going to. And, and it does. Because oh. I was like, I'm not sure how this is going to work with the directional prints, but I'm happy with it. So, um, oh. yeah. Um, right and, after they need it. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask She's not just stealing got, it. Is that the six inch or the eight inch? I, I might be shopping right now. This is the eight inch <laughs> trim tool. Um, oh, yeah. I like a bigger block. Yeah. And because of the size of the... Um, the prints. prints is not that much different. Oh, oh, that's um, the center squares, I wanted like a bigger center square. So, um, and you have to make less blocks if they're bigger, right? Yep. 
But I remembered when I made James's reptile quilt that it went really fast and it was really fun. So when I was like, what am I going to do with this fabric? I was like, I'm just going to do another one of those because that was fun. great idea. Um, Those are the things that I am working on. Um, I think that's a pretty good list. (laughs) Karen, what have you finished? I finished three things. Woohoo! Two things. I finished two sweaters and a quilt. Wow. Dang. Uh, one of them was start, and one only one of well, two of those things were started on our trip or near the near our trip. Yeah. So, I you've heard me talk about my the the faraway quilt that I was working on. Faraway um, far jumper. Faraway jumper. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, wait, it's not a quilt. It's it's not far away. It's right here. <laughs> um, I wear it. I get so many compliments on it. Nice. The um, it went so quickly. I would make another. It's you say that, but the second one that I have started is not finished, and it the first one did go very fast. Someday well, I'll finish it. It's in my car right now. I think for me, um, having changing the colors more often, yeah, was helpful. It kept me kept me engaged. Um, I'm kind of sitting low on the couch, so I'm not gonna try this. I'm trying to there. I'm just gonna hold it up. It's fine. I've seen you wear it. Yeah, yeah. Cute. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of a Charlie Brown. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Because the the gold with the brown, yeah. But um, I like it because it's not too hot. But it's because it, it, and it, it because it's crocheted. There's these um, the way it's crocheted. There's enough air that breeze that can get yeah. through without it's based on like a without granny. making me feel cold. So I finished that, and then I did finish the vest, the dash vest, the dash vest, which I could have sworn it was here. Uh-oh. So I only looked partially, and I was, I'm worried that I might have lost it already. Oh, dear. But I have a feeling that the one thing I didn't look in was in the bag that has all the extra yarn, I might have put it with that bag. Yeah. And it's in my closet. So I'll know when I get home, but it'll be after the fact. I'll make, I'll take a picture and put it in, you know, of course, on it when we're ready for the website. So uh, I can at least show you, well, I guess, what, um... I'll show you a picture of the vest as a reminder. Yeah, and I, I used four different colorways. I didn't because you know I I can't ever decide on one thing. So hold on, hold on. There you go. Yep. Oh, that's cute. cute. I saw you wear it. It was very cute. <laughs> you wore it to book club. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. You, you so you have seen it. Never yeah. Well, we so, haven't talked about it. <laughs> but we haven't talked about it. So there you go. So yeah. So that was that was a finished thing, and then I did put in slack, though the pictures are not as great. I'll take better pictures. Um, I did finish the quilt for my husband. Mm-hmm. It um, definitely was plenty big, and Good. We de- it's we decided we decided that we wanted the big national park wilderness. Um, panel to be the front mm-hmm. and the flannel is the back because then the flannel is closest to the skin and nice. also when i was quilt, i got to test out my cutie my grace cutie frame which um now i want a longer a longer quilting machine <laughs> <laughs> it's just that i mean it works with my domestic machine yeah. but it's like it takes more time to set up and adjust everything and then I'm only quilting like a depth of three or four inches. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, fortunately, I was just, um, I got the thread I used for, to do the quilt, to do the quilting. I, I got this, um, multicolored orophil from, from Super Buzzy and it had all the perfect colors. Every nice. single color in that orophil self-striping thread was in the panel. So I don't know if you guys planned that or if it coordinated with it, but um, yeah, it's awesome. Cool. It has that that teal and the gold and a little bit of of a maroonish kind of a southwestern kind of shades and colors plus a brown. Um, so I, I did enjoy that. It's just sometimes the the squares of the panels, um, you know, like the little poster sizes, were. If they were six inches, I'd be great. But they were like eight inches. So I couldn't get all the way to like the middle of the size. Um, and then the batting I used was a wool cotton blend. So I can only go as far as four inches. You know, you it, with the wool blend in the batting, it's not like, like some of the cotton bamboos, you can go up to eight inches, you know, between stitching. But this one was only four. 
But I guess my machine could only really go three anyway, so. How did you know that? It's, like, recommended on the packaging? Or? Yeah, on the packaging. It t- the packaging for the battings generally tell you how wide apart you can, you may be able to space your stitching, depending on how they create the batting. Um, I, so I decided that, and I did a double layer, because we like it s- squishy. And even then, it's not, I wanted to quilt so much more than I did. But mm-hmm. he already complained that I flattened the other one by over quilting. So, so keeping to the panel side of the posters kept me just doing like outlining. Mm-hmm. I outlined and I saved the very center, which has all the design in it. That was my carrot. I saved that for last so I could, then I could, it looks like a, a shield kind of shape with mm-hmm. like the rays going out. Then I could go crazy and outline everything. Nice. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, so anyway, good accomplishment. So, so it's in Slack. If you guys want to look at the picture, you can see it there. But uh, that's a note for us. It will be on our Instagram page if the listener wants to see it. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> um. Cool. That's so a, I don't know. I was proud of myself. Two, list. two sweaters. Yeah. It hel- It helps to have. I mean, I'm still when you're working on a sweater that has a lot of cabling and bobbling on size two and a half needles. It's just really kind of rewarding to to whip through something on the 13. Totally. <laughs> uh, Anne, what'd you finish? Um, I, like, that's why I was really questioning myself. Like, what are you working on, Anne? Because you only really have one finished thing for the show. Uh-huh. Yeah, sometimes it feels like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am trying to, like, twofold goals one i've talked about already which is finishing things i've started already mm-hmm. and that goes hand in hand with not buying more and working with what i've got um so i'm trying to start attacking the overflow in my studio and um in that i found something i wanted to like remake okay <laughs> so i had a skirt that i had used as a sample several years ago for my simple skirt um class which is this butterfly fabric mm-hmm. and it's um quilter's cotton very nice it's an alexander henry with giant butterflies on it and i just don't love that skirt style in quilter's cotton i like it like in rayon mm-hmm. and the style is that you use two big rectangles put an elastic waistband in and a hem and it's yeah. a dream but it's not like flowy and fun it's just like right it's a little stiff and straight <laughs> yeah tied yarded around your waist yeah and it's the cotton when it's rayon, it's lovely, and I feel swishy and lovely. So then in my stash, I had some fabric that's uh, the, the Very Hungry Little Caterpillar theme. Mm-hmm. Cute. So the top is, um, like, all Eric Carl's um, polka dots. Yeah, method of, like, you know, painting and texturizing, and then he cuts out from the paper he texturized. Oh. And then collages with it. So that's what this fabric is like, a whole bunch of polka dots layered on top of each other in the way that he Real does cute. his painting. And then the bottom is a mm-hmm. ruffle made with, um, like, images from the book where the hungry little caterpillar has his last day of eating and he munches through all kinds of things like pickles and oranges and watermelon and sausages and ice cream cones. Blocks of cheese. So <laughs> I love, this is the top. I made a dress. I didn't say that. <laughs> I took the skirt apart and I made a dress. The top is the um, pattern pieces from the um, pullover top that I made a million oh, yeah. of um, in May. And then I used the methodology of making a tiered skirt. And I ruffled up this um, striped the fabric with all the things that the caterpillar's eating. Then the butterflies is the main part of the skirt. And then the top is all the polka dots. Cute. And I'm taking it on my trip tomorrow. Nice. And that is what I have finished. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. How about you? Um, I finished a quilt. Very good. I finished mm-hmm. the Poppin' Posies quilt. I had the top done when last we spoke. I quilted it. I found it. I did all the things. So it was done done. And then I gifted it at the baby shower. Um, Claire loved it. Yay. I was very happy with how it turned out. Um, I wanted to keep it because i liked it a lot and i made i think it was like the 60 inch square size so it was a big it was it was a a big baby quilt i didn't make the baby quilt size i made like the throw size um that will grow with her and she'll have it forever 
Yeah. And they use a lot of, they go on a lot of, you know, use it for picnics and stuff like that. So a, a bigger quilt is always more useful, I think. So mm-hmm. I want to make another one of them. It was very fun. I very much enjoyed it. Um, and then, because apparently we count um, quilt tops as finished yeah. things. I believe mm-hmm. the ruling was quilt top, quilting, and then binding. <laughs> it's a so three, you just reported, you, three you each finished, reported three finished, three finished things. things. Um, I oh, made the, I had five. the Bigfoot quilt top. Oh, I love that. With the panel. So this is... Oh, oh look at this. <laughs> so there's Bigfoot in the middle, and then it's bordered by the sort of other legends. Prince. Is that part of the pattern? Yeah. And then the big oh, tree box fantastic. in the center. So the, that's fantastic. the top is done. And I think I'm going to put some uh, fleece on the back of it to keep it nice and cozy. And it's going to go in our uh, trailer as our camping quilt. Very it's a fun way to do a panel. I like that. Yeah, yeah. You just add some borders. I used I a love pattern. Pa- I used a pattern from Riley Blake. It's a Riley Blake panel, um, and I don't know if they had a pattern for that went with it, or if I just didn't like the one that they had. But I used the yellow Yellowstone panel quilt pattern, which is free on their website. Um, the panel was the same size. I just plugged in the oh. other fabrics. Um, so yeah, and it was, a when there was a day when I was, I had like time carved out on my day off. I was going to quilt the baby quilt. I was all like gung ho, ready to go. I cleaned off my table to base the quilt and I laid out the backing. Like I sewed the backing, I pressed it, I laid it out. I opened up my batting and I had only ordered, I only had one yard of batting. And I was like, Joanne's, I was shaking my fist. I was like, I know I ordered two yards of batting. And James is nice because he li- he lives, <laughs> he works in Oxnard, so he will sometimes pick up orders for me. If I'm like, if I order to Joanne's, will you bring it home? Um, and I knew I ordered two yards of batting, so I went on the app and I looked. It was my fault. I only ordered oh, one. Man. So I was like, well, shoot, I can't quilt today because I don't have enough batting. So I ordered more and I said, James, can you pick this up for me? Yeah. But he wasn't going to be home for like a few hours. But I had like all this like mojo ready to go. So I was like, well, I guess I'll put together that quilt top instead. Because I already had the tree blocks done, but I just had to put the borders and stuff like that on. So I did that one day. That's such a with satisfying my... thing. It, well, yeah, except that I wanted to get the baby quilt <laughs> done. But James came home with the batting. He was done at work a little earlier that day. So he was home in the afternoon and I just spent the evening quilting because it was like I, the baby shower was Sunday. This was Monday and I didn't have any other time last week. I was so busy. So it got done. It's Thanks. fine. Yeah. And I wanted to... I bound the baby quilt by hand where I sewed it on the back by hand which I like to do for gift quilts but I did a big stitch binding which I hadn't done before running stitch with yeah like a big yeah, yeah running stitch with some pearl cotton um, which was a lot faster it would have been much faster if I could find my thimble but I couldn't find it anywhere um, I found it yesterday <laughs> big fat lot of help huh? yeah right <laughs> I was like I know exactly the case that it's in this one right here oh. But I don't know what bag that case is in, but it was in there. You find yourself in that predicament. I usually keep have a thimble or two at home. It was like I needed to do it right then, so I yeah. just kind of. I had a different thimble, like um a sashiko thimble, mm-hmm. which is like a coin plate yeah. that goes in your hand. Yeah, I've got that. One. Which I made work, but it wasn't ideal. But whatever. So describe that process. So you machine the first part. Mm-hmm. You, you sew it, it on over. the front. To, you sew the binding on the front. You press it over to the back. And then normally you do what's called, a, or I do, you know, who, whatever you want to do. I usually use a, I think it's called a ladder stitch, kind of like a mattress stitch. So it's invisible to join the yeah. back. But instead I did a big running stitch with a thicker thread close to the edge. So it as a decorative element. Um, and then I did the same thing to attach the quilt label to the back. So it sort of like matched. Have um, you ever used like a... Thought it, have you ever used a blanket stitch in that scenario if it's going to be seen, or is that just too too much trouble? Try because you got to even, and I think this is more attractive. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if how a blanket stitch would work. I mean, it would work, but I don't know what it would look like. Um, but people do. If you go on like Instagram or wherever, and you search big stitch binding, there's like mm-hmm. all these really cute decorative stitches. People do like star stitches and. Oh. And like little zigzags that they look very organic and, and sweet. This was just a running stitch so I could get it done. And it was much faster than doing it um, 
with like the hidden stitch. So I was like, maybe I'll just do this from now on. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think it's really cute when I see it. Yeah. And that is the things that I finished. A quilt and a quilt top. That's a pretty good list, too. Yeah, I think everybody's list was pretty good this month. As long as you show up, it's good. Yeah. This month did feel like it was extremely busy. I don't know why, but I just felt like I had no time at all. <laughs> um, Maybe so I was, that's what it is. Yeah, it's not necessarily that this quilt, that this, well, this month went by quickly. I just didn't have time this month to do things, right. I feel like. But um, I feel like that often anyway. So I don't know what makes this <laughs> month, last month, different than any other, but whatever. Um, Anybody have anything that they're extra excited about? Anything they're obsessed with they want to plug or talk about? Yeah, but Amy, a second. Okay, I'll go first. Um. Mine is an Instagram artist. Um, their handle is Woodland Ghost, Woodland underscore Ghost. Um, and I think I might follow this. <laughs> y- uh, yeah, maybe. They are like really super sweet um, drawings, uh, cartoons, mostly of cats. One cat, his name is Francois, and he is very cute. And it makes me happy to look at these little drawings because they are just so sweet. Oh. My favorite one is a little picture of him in his car. And the caption says, I hope Starbucks is still open, said Francois. And he's, like, driving his little car to the Starbucks, and he looks so cute. Um, and she sells um, digital copies of her work and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I want to buy one of those. They're so cute. Um, I did not follow them, but now I do. They they just are so <laughs> sweet. Woodland underscore ghost, and it's a recent follow, so there might be like lore with these cats, like you know if they're related or I don't know. Right. But but I just like looking at them because they're so cute. Aww. But they're all like they um like different cats pop up oh, all the time. Oh, so it's like my. Francois is doing this or Alouette is doing that, or they're just very cute. So that is something that has made me happy to look at recently. <clears throat> Anybody else? I follow this person on TikTok and he's just super funny. He's he's like representing Latinos against spooky shit. Oh, I follow him too. Yeah. <laughs> he's talking he's so about cute. He's so funny. I, they did this one where he, he's like you hear a noise and you have to go investigate at 3 a.m. He goes, no, you don't. Yeah. You I'm don't. here to let you know. <laughs> no, you, you do not. But what if it's a robber? What are they going to come in and rob? I've got nothing. <laughs> um, it's it, He's much funnier than I am. <laughs> Do you know their uh, in, their handle or their yeah, username or whatever? On the TikTok. I don't think I know well, him. I but follow I, him on the Instagram. Yeah. Like a self-respecting middle-aged person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like the meme that's like, saying? have you seen this? Uh, am, I too, am I too old you're for too TikTok? Hip. No, you're too hip. That's oh. what I'm saying. You're being too hip. I like the meme that's like, have you seen this TikTok video? It's like, no, I saw it a month later on Instagram, yeah. like a normal grown-up or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Latinos against spooky shit. Jonathan <laughs> Perez Galvan. Hmm. Oh, he's so... Oh, I'm going to follow him on the uh, this other platform that I really spend most of my time on. <laughs> on the Instagrams. On the Insta... On the IG. <laughs> the IG. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's just too so funny when he's like... He talks about... Okay, what is the, the Spanish name for... Or flip flop, a chancla, huh? A a chancla, chancla. Yeah, he's like my abuela taught us with the chancla. (laughs) You always keep that with you. You see a ghost, you use your chancla, or you get your abuela because she will scare the spookies. (laughs) I remember this has nothing to do with that, but it's like a Mexican or a Hispanic or whatever, um, like terms for things. When I was growing up, we always called underwear chonies. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, you like I, the kids running around getting dressed or whatever. It's like put your chonies or whatever. Um, and I said that to like a friend once we were hanging out who is Mexican, and I said something about chonies. And he was like, "Why do you call them that?" And I was like, "I don't know. That's what just what my family calls them." He's like, "You're not Mexican." And I was like, "I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> I don't know why my family calls it that, but that's the word we use." He's like, "That's like a Mexican thing to say," and I'm like, "All right, well." That's See, what my family calls me. I don't know why. But, like, 
you he know. just was like, I've never heard of white people say chonies. And I was like, I didn't know. <laughs> I had no idea. Well, I did I know too, that but... it's a Mexican term, but yeah. you've lived in Southern California your whole life. Right. Like, it'd be very obtuse of you to not pick up any... Any slang. Yeah. <laughs> no, I heard it called chonies, but I also grew up in farmland, you know, in Central California, yeah. which um, has a lot of Hispanic people. I just don't know how I got to be... I was probably like, you know, 20 something years old by the time that I was like, I didn't, I had no idea that that was a, uh, a, not something that everybody called them. Right. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. That's just what we call them. There she is. All right. I am obsessed and I'm surprised with myself that I haven't bought it yet. Um, she is an Etsy seller called Sweet Spooks Ooh. and she is doing these English paper piece. Like, I found it because of Halloween. Oh, she cute. Has all they're the so small. And they're so tiny. It's oh, like micro wow. little hexagons. Yeah, I've tried English oh. paper in this tiny little thing. Yeah, I don't want to. You know, and maybe it's not so English cute, paper. Maybe it's, it's just it's paper. It's probably a piece. combo of both. Mm. Maybe it's applique on. Well, I think the little the little things are foundation. But I think then they're wrapped around the hexes that I'm assuming she's going to English right. paper piece right. together. That's pretty cool. But she has all kinds of... Oh, hold on. I might be a big liar about her name. <laughs> I think her name is Tiny Toffee Designs, and the design that I like is called Sweet Spooks, which is why I just spent this whole period of time looking for it, because because you were looking for the wrong thing. Wrong thing. And oh. I hadn't pinned it like a dum-dum. Look at her Christmas one. Yeah, they're all real cute. Oh, those are... Those look fun. You would like that. I like the one with the woodlands and the gnomes. That's my. That's my. I like them all. <laughs> I do in the woods. <clears throat> I like. Um, I have a uh, a second obsession that I just thought of when you were talking about oh, foundation paper share. piecing. Um, I bought a pattern and a template for a pattern called Tall Tales mm-hmm. um, by Quilt with Kate. I think her name is Kate Bastel. I have to look it up. I don't remember. Um, and I also don't know where I put my phone. Here it is. Um, but the pattern's called Tall Tales. I bought it on Etsy. It's a foundation paper piece quilt block. And then she also sells the template to Fussy Cut. And it is um, book, like a little book block. So I'll show you. I wasn't going to talk about it. but Oh, it's so cute. So there's the little books. Oh, those are cool. And I'm going to turn it into a little library tote bag as a gift for a little kid. Um... But, yeah, so they're foundation paper-pieced blocks with, like, book covers and they have little spines. And, and the um, fabric that I used for the paper inside the book has, like, uh, some subtle text on it. Uh-huh. And the quilt, no, the fabric line is from a line called Little Family's Big Day, I think is what it's called. And it's based on a children's novel. Like, these are characters from the novel. Oh, fun. Um. But it's a line that I think is so sweet and it's got like little, like this little um, raccoon family and she's got like a cute little cardigan on and like a cute little squirrel and he's got a banjo and these like sweet little bears. There's just, it's so cute. They kind of remind me of the art of the woman you just talked about. The art of the one I just, oh, very similar. Yeah. Yes. Very sweet. Um, So I made a couple of those blocks. I have four more to make to turn it into a uh, little tote bag or like a little library bag i have a i have a good idea for you okay so i was working with uh one of my students and we got to a part where she just is not her brain doesn't can't can't help her do the fine fine stuff Mm -hmm. um but we were working on a pillow cover book bag oh yeah i i I was going back and forth between the pillow book. So basically, yeah, it's like an envelope type pillowcase yeah. where, you know, not, not with, not at the end where, you know, it kind of like, or maybe they call it a clam where it opens yeah. up at the center, but it has a handle that we re we reinforced everything because it came out of, I think, Quilter's World and they didn't use anything to reinforce mm-hmm. this fabric. No batting, no nothing. And I'm like, if you're putting a paperback, like I'm thinking not just for the kids, but like if I thought, what a great idea. Mm-hmm. It's the pillow. You buy the pillow form to go into it. But it's got a pocket in the front. It had all this applique, but we didn't yeah. do that. We just found a really fun, big print pattern fabric that, that she liked. Mm-hmm. And um, we, uh, what was I saying? Uh, oh, 
and and we and we reinforced all of like the tops wherever there was going to be wear we added mm-hmm. some of that shape flex yeah but i thought this was a great great idea because you got your pillow to go behind you or to lean on while you're reading your book and then mm-hmm. you just have a pocket to put your book in yeah and you take off yeah i went back and forth between what i was going to do well my original plan was i'm going i was going to make a quilt and use the tall tales pattern and make like all these i was going to go through my scraps pick out different book covers but i was like uh this is unrealistic for the time frame that i have <laughs> i was actually like i thought that which i thought was pretty good yeah i'm i wish i had <laughs> thoughts like that self-awareness yeah is good. and then i was like well i'll make something smaller and i went back and forth between the pillow and the book bag um but they are library goers so i thought this would that would be a better option for them mm-hmm. so that is what i'm doing I can talk about it as a current project because I haven't worked on it in a couple weeks, but it reminded me of that. <clears throat> Time's waning? Hmm? Time is waning? Yeah. Well, no, actually, no. I've got, well, it will be because time flies, apparently, mm-hmm. but I've got till, uh, I've got another month or so. That's nice. Um, cool, cool, cool. Well, that was a short and sweet episode today, I think. But, uh, thank you all for joining us and, um, Make sure you check out our Patreon if you want more from us. We're going to press stop on this recording and record our bonus episode. So if you want to know what we talk about, you can join our Patreon. Um, and check out classes that we've got going on right now. We're doing some guest instructor classes. So if you want to learn some cool um, weaving, braiding sort of techniques, we've got those in July. And then in August, we have some watercolor painting classes coming. So if you're listening to this um, when it comes out, check those out if you haven't heard of them yet. And we will see you in a couple weeks for our book club episode. We are reading, let me see if I can get it, Vera Wong's Unsolicited Advice, Advice for, for Murderers. murderers. Yes. <laughs> um, which I have not started yet, but I am going to on my way home because I finished my other book this morning. Okay, good, good, good. Um, and we'll see you then. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Strings Unraveled is a production of Strings and Things Studio, with Anne Leckervin Cazzoli, Katie Von Rader Fraker, and Karen Wilmoth. Recorded and edited by Katie Von Rader Fraker. Find us online at stringsandthingsstudio.com or on Facebook or Instagram at Strings and Things Studio. You can email us at stringsandthingsinfo at gmail.com. 